Hey, it's Cole. Welcome to this week's episode of the Entrepreneur Podcast, where every week we talk about how you can bring your creative dreams to life. I'm here with my friend Adam. Hello. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing well. I uh, am excited to hear about how you have balanced your creativity and your budding, blooming, blossoming, thriving, and ever-expanding romantic relationship. Oh, well, when you put it that way, uh, sounds like a lot of pressure, but uh, yeah, you know, artists a lot of times have a hard time, I think, connecting with people romantically, huh. or sometimes we get so wrapped up in our careers and trying to make it happen and make it work that it can be a struggle to date and it can be a struggle to kind of have a good, good relationships. At least I've, I've seen it happen. I've experienced, you know, everyone's experienced their fair share of up and downs. And I think, you know, a lot of artists could maybe use some time to reflect on that, maybe get some advice out of this or, you know, whatever it is. So we're going to talk a little bit about some of the practical things about balancing time and interacting with people. And so I think this, you know, has broad reaching application um, to a lot of relationships in our lives. But there's kind of this other thing that I think it's good for us to talk about as we begin the podcast related to the emotional life of the artist. And, you know, we're going to talk about some things that maybe we've experienced through firsthand experience. Um, but one of the things that I would also throw out as we start talking about this is learning about our emotional lives, learning how to navigate our emotional lives, knowing why we're feeling what we're feeling, what it is that we're actually feeling, um, and what to do with those feelings is a lifelong process and it's not easy. And so we could apply some of these practical things that we're going to talk about today and they might be helpful, but I think there's also this other half that we should consider in our lives as artists, as sensitive people um, who are who feel a lot. Um, and so think about that too in your own life. And honestly, I have been to counseling on and off over the years, and it's been helpful to be in a context where I've been able to talk to a professional who can kind of help me navigate and talk through a lot of things and comes to the table with a lot of experience. So um, with that said, Let's talk about some practical stuff. Yeah, so first off, and I think this goes for any relationship, but especially for you as an artist, it is very important to have honest communication. And when it comes to being an artist, the easiest way that I think to do that is to have open communication with your partner when it comes to projects and with goals. So this is something that I've struggled with personally, Sometimes I'll be wrapped up in a project during my work time. I'll be working hard on it. I'll be planning. I'm making notes. I'm scheduling things for the future. And by the time it comes to my personal time, I really just don't want to talk about it anymore. And I'm ready to just move on with my day. But then something kind of happens where my partner will feel left in the dark. They don't really even know what's going on in my creative ventures because I'm not communicating about it with them to a level where they feel like they understand it. So if your partner is going to be invested in your art, understanding of how much time you're spending on it, it's a good thing to communicate about it and to just kind of be open about your process, what you're working on, and just kind of let them into that world and not just kind of close up about it once you're not on the clock anymore. And I think it's also important for us to constantly evaluate and be clear about the communication regarding what it is we expect from our partner 
in in the context of work um i think we actually we have a podcast episode about this but like do we want our partner to be an editor probably not do we want them to be giving us their critical opinion about the things that we're making probably not um a lot of times we look to our partner for support and for encouragement and so that's another thing to be communicating about is hey when I talk to you about this, this is what I often feel the response is. And maybe they're giving that thing, that kind of response with feedback or criticism or whatever, because they're trying to be helpful. Um, but just let them know what it is you need from them. If there's a time when you're open to their feedback or you want to ask them their opinion, be like, make that the question. What do you think about this? What would you change? What do you connect with? Um, but other times, if you just need support, just say, hey, I'm going to share this with you. Um, and I just am sharing it because I want you to know about it. And just be clear about what it is you're looking for from from your partner in uh, in those conversations. Yeah. And the second part of healthy communication for an artist is to do with time. So be honest about how much time you're going to need to work on your art. And that goes both directions because, one, it is important to be honest with yourself about how long you're going to need. So sometimes I think we overestimate it and we go, man, if I don't work on this for 10 hours today, then I'm not really being serious and I'm not doing what I need to do. And we'll stretch that workday out into this whole big long thing where maybe you could have got it done in five hours or six or whatever it is. But then sometimes you need to be honest the other direction. So sometimes we'll fall into this trap where we know we really should spend all day on something. But we say, oh, I'll probably be done about th around dinner time probably, so maybe we can go to get dinner. And then you kind of run the risk of shortchanging yourself on that amount of time that you give yourself, but you're also letting down that person who's probably waiting on you because they're not going to make other plans if you say, I'll be done by seven probably. So, you know, give actual answers, really think about what it is, how much time you're going to need. And just be honest and and open about that. And even if you just don't know, you say, I don't know, I'll be done when I'm done. That counts as an answer. So, you know, which, communicate well. Which speaks to the need to continue to have an abundance of relationships in your life for both of you. And, you know, there there will be times if you are an artist who's doing this in your spare time where you won't have as much time for those romantic relationships. And so being upfront about that, making sure that you have a robust social circle that you don't just become the one person that other person is relying on can be very helpful. Oh, definitely. So secondarily, establishing healthy boundaries is an important part of dating when you're an artist. So it is important for people in relationships to have things in common that serve the relationship inside those boundaries. For example, if you need time to go to an arts event or to knock out a painting, it's okay to ask for the room to go do those things. But on the flip side, it's important to have things that you care about that are in the mutual space that is created within those boundaries. So whether it's traveling or watching TV shows together or whatever it is, finding ways to make your partner feel like they're a part of your life actively can be super important. And I will say that when it comes down to that mutual free time, there might be times where you kind of have to give a little bit more than the other person. So for example, let's say you both have a nine to five job 
And then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you spend the evening working on your art. Thursday and Friday might be free nights. It can be part of a healthier relationship to give the other person kind of the reins on those other two days because yes, you got two days together and it sounds fair to split them 50-50. Maybe we'll do something I like one day and something you like the other day. But really you got to do something you like the first three days. So kind of having that give and take and kind of having a fair boundary is important. I think it's also important to understand what your partner needs when it comes to planning, regularity, rhythms, or spontaneity, and to be cognizant of those things. So if you're with someone who is more spontaneous, then figure out how you can work your schedule around that spontaneity. Or if you're somebody who would really appreciate the consistency of on Monday and Tuesday, I'm going to work on art. On Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we can hang out. Just kind of understand what they need and in the process, arrange your schedule and your discipline and your craft so that it continues to serve you and your art, but also serves your relationship. Oh, for sure. And the second part of those boundaries has to do with letting them into your art a little bit. Like we talked about earlier with communication, there are times where I don't mind working on my art with other people around. So if I'm just kind of working on finishing a song or I'm kind of wrapping up the production of something, it's totally chill to have someone else in the room and really kind of give their feedback, say, this is kind of cool. This is not my favorite part. But if I'm really just sitting down with a blank slate and I'm trying to come up with ideas or especially writing lyrics, I need to be by myself or I need to be only with people that I'm working with. And having another person in the room can really kind of tank that energy. So having boundaries when it comes to your creative spaces is a second type of boundary that can be super important to have and super important to communicate with that other person. Mm -hmm. I'm somebody who doesn't really like switching like I hate writing an email and then somebody in the office like interrupts me in the middle of a sentence. Um, it just exponentially increases the time to do everything. So I like to focus. And if you're somebody who likes to focus, maybe that's something that you talk about. Hey, I need these times where I'm alone, where I'm able to focus on this thing because some of the work comes after the hour of uninterrupted uh, investment into that project or into that piece. And so recognizing those things about how you work can be helpful as you establish some of those boundaries. Oh, for sure. Now for me, someone with ADHD, it's like that all goes out the window. So for me, those boundaries are way looser because if someone comes in and interrupts me, it doesn't really make a difference. I feel like to my productivity, but that's true just because everyone's different. Everyone has a different way to work. So that's why it's important to communicate those things. And third of all, understand how to make your partner feel needed and important in your life. As artists, sometimes we put off an unsatisfied vibe, kind of like, oh, my life is nothing without art. And if I don't make it as an artist, then I'm a failure. I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. But when you talk about yourself that way, you're basically telling someone that their partner is that, that failure, that person that hasn't made it. But you want to let them kind of love you separately from your work or your success or your failure. Keep in mind that they probably have a similar level of passion for something. So whether it's their corporate career, whether it's a sport they play, whatever hobby it is, whatever that is, your love for art is special and important to you, but 
having something special and important to you isn't unique. So we like to kind of portray ourselves as these misunderstood people who other people just really don't get it. But I think people do understand and do get it. Maybe it's not about art, but it's about something. So it's important to make sure that you're letting your partner know that you're happy they're a part of your life. And maybe they're not always going to get it. Maybe they don't always understand your creative process all the time. However, you shouldn't expect them to. And you don't want to hold it against them if they don't. You know, being an artist, sometimes it can make us hard to deal with. Sometimes it can feel like we're the only people who understand what it is that we're going through. But it is amazing to find a partner and to have someone in your life that whether or not they totally get it, you can share a lot of amazing times together. You can be there for each other. Maybe they don't always get what it is that you're going for with the art thing. But as long as they're supporting you in the way that they need to support, I think that's what really matters. Yeah. Finding somebody that you have a great level of communication with is really important for the success of any relationship, but it's also important in the context of our creative uh, lives and our romantic partner. So uh, hopefully this has been helpful talking about some of the ways that we can establish boundaries and create um, a a more peaceful relationship and communicate well uh, because we want you to be thriving in your art. We also love when you thrive in your life. So thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week.